Hi, welcome to the Pro Pilot Playbook, where we answer all your questions for tips, tricks, and hacks to help you get your pilot's license faster and cheaper. I'm Mike Martin. And I'm Sean Ritchie. Yeah, I'm coming to you from beautiful Chicago, Illinois on a great summer day. I think it's it's the end of July here. Uh, Sean's at the home base in Cincinnati. Yeah, the command post. Yeah, yeah. So when we we started this podcast, we had six questions that uh, we we tried to get to with all the viewers calling in. And we wanted to make it one podcast, but it was so long, we decided to split it up. So we're going to send you the first half now. And then uh, we're going to provide the second half in a later podcast. Yep. Yep. And uh, thank you again for submitting all the questions. Uh, Real quick before we get into it, if you have a question for us, you'd like to send it in to us, uh, you can email us at podcast at propilotplaybook.com. And uh, yeah, here's part one of of what was supposed to be six quick questions that Mike and I did our normal rambling on about, but I think it's all good info. It's all good stuff. Yeah, Yeah, we're shooting this on the back end of what we already shot, but yeah, here's part one. Now, the next one here, Jalon, or Jalen, maybe. Jalen, yeah. Uh, dear Mike and Sean, first and foremost, I want to say you guys are knocking it out of the park with the podcast. Oh, man, we love it. That's awesome. That's great. Yeah, yeah. Uh, everybody's been saying, uh, well, I mean, the questions I've just been reading, that's been like, thank you, everybody. I don't know <laughs> yeah. that. It's awesome that people are liking this. Uh, I've been following you uh, since about the second or third episode, and it's nice to see the channel progression and increase in listener volume. We agree. Yes. Yeah, it is good. Yeah. <laughs> I have two questions. If you find gentlemen could take the time to help me understand, if you may. I am 22-year-old instrument multi-engine rated commercial pilot who's currently time building and doing tours around downtown Dallas, where I'm from. My good friend, who also happens to be an instructor at CAE on the Phenom 300 at DFW, has lots of ties with many different companies and tells me once I reach X amount of hours, he'll put my name out there and help me cure my shiny jet syndrome. (laughs) I soon realized that all my experience comes from small piston airplanes, and up to this point, my flying career has been somewhat on the easy side of things. My question to you is how do I bridge the gap? Oh, this is such a good question. My question to you is how do I bridge the gap between fresh new commercial pilot with mostly general aviation experience into a true professional pilot wearing epaulets? <laughs> epaulets are the little bars on your shoulder just in case any of the viewers didn't know what that was uh can you also describe the difficulty of check rides going forward such as an atp certificate my first type rating ioe experiences and other certification processes to become a true professional pilot i also recently re uh received my tail dragger training and oh. it was a total mess finding an airplane to do this due to my <laughs> six six stature and size 15 shoes Wow, there's a big dude. Uh, would I have any problems in the future fitting into any smaller, bigger jets? Oh, it's smaller dash bigger. Oh, like small business jets. Yeah, yeah. Say like the Beach Premiers uh, or a Boeing 737. I can only imagine how busy you gentlemen are. So if uh, you don't get back to me, I 110% understand. I just want to say the podcast has helped me gain insight into the professional aviation regime. And I'm looking forward to what the future has to come. Wishing you blue skies and tailwinds, gentlemen. Awesome. Thank you, Jay. (laughs) What a great email. Yeah. Yeah, that was awesome. 
All right. So, well, it sounds like this guy is, uh, he's on his way. 22 years old, multi-engine rated commercial pilot, and he's doing the time building. He's already got a connection there. Uh, okay. Instructor at CAE on the Phenom 300. Very popular airplane right now. Yes. Um, this guy's on his way, man. Yeah. But I love that question because I remember this in my career, in, you know, in my career progression. I remember that, like, uh, the, the uncertainty, you know, the unknown of how in the world do I go from teaching these people who don't know the front of an airplane from the back of an airplane in a Cessna 150, you know, sitting in this little right. single engine airplane, you know, droning along all day. How do I bridge that gap between that and getting into the jet you know <laughs> and uh and, and actually he kind of uh unknowingly answered the, his own question with the question and he says <laughs> here and i just realized this as i was reading it um let's see where was it at he said something about because what i'm doing right now seems so easy <laughs> <laughs> guess what it's all easy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That's great. That's great. Well, I, I'll tell you what I would say to this. There's a couple great things going on here. Um, uh, I got a couple comments. Number one, you've, you've made the big step of starting your training, which is the biggest thing uh, that we always preach to everyone. You've made it through all your training. Your right. focus you are in an excellent position. Number one, you're in Dallas, which is a, a great market economic explosion. I mean, I, I mean, probably one of the top five cities in the world for uh, industry and progress. And, you know, it's all about burning jet fuel and oil money and everything. Um, so you're, you're in a great town where there's lots of jobs. This contact at CAE that you have, what a resource. I mean, those guys, it's a known thing in the industry that those there's a lot of turnover in those simulators oh, because every week they're getting a new crop of operators through. They all have great jobs. Yeah, they, they know everybody who flies that airplane. Who's everybody. looking for pilots? Who's buying an airplane? Oh, yeah. Who's selling an airplane? Yeah. they. Oh, yeah. And those jobs actually pay really well, those instructor jobs, because those guys are constantly they're like, man, this instructor knows his stuff, man. Hey, what do you think about moving to Omaha? <laughs> you know, so they're stealing these guys away because they're turnkey. They're ready to go. So that guy's a tremendous resource. The industry coming out of the coronavirus, the hiring is going to be incredible. I mean, this guy, I mean, he should be just in hog heaven, man. With I wouldn't lock yourself into, uh, I don't put on any horse blinders thinking that this, phenom 300 thing is uh, you didn't mention how many hours you have here uh, uh jalen but if you're you know the airlines are spinning back up again hard i just saw this week envoy has reintroduced bonuses envoy yeah. one of these operators flying rjs around they've uh right now i think their bonus is at fifteen thousand dollars trying to get people in the door to become right um, you know, unless you're absolutely dead set on the corporate world, but uh, I tell you what, even if you're, uh, even if that's the case, you could go do the airline thing, uh, for a couple years and, uh, you know, they're expecting, you know, you coming from a flight instructor, the, the entire system is built around bringing 
exactly the person exactly where you're at in through the system and and you know walking you hand in hand through the simulator training and all that stuff but by and large i would not get all wrapped around the axle on uh on the simulator check rides and you know all that stuff i i always found it uh easier than than taking a uh multi-engine check rod instrument check ride in the actual airplane with no autopilot and i got charts strapped to my leg and something else down below i gotta still be hand flying the airplane and all this no you get in a simulator it's it's a different you're managing a machine the autopilot's on you're punching stuff in it in the fms computer it's like playing a video game and it's a lot of fun and it's a lot more uh more on the how you say somewhat on the easy side of things as you as you yourself (laughs) Now, here's the bottom line, though, is everybody has to fly a jet for the first time. And and somebody has got to hire you from a prop into a jet. It happened all. Nobody nobody gets jet time from their buddy that owns a jet that lets them fly it. Uh, It doesn't exist. Well, it does in a NASCAR world, then they end up crashing, I think. (laughs) They're running off the runway, not crash. That's a hard one. Right, right, right. Or if your your dad's a hedge fund manager or something like that, and he has a citation that he lets you fly. But the the bottom line is you got everybody makes that transition. Everybody uh, has the concerns that you have, and and, and hardly anyone has any problems. It doesn't sound like from this email and how it's written and everything that this guy is, is, I mean, he sounds like a smart person and uh yeah he's gonna just enjoy the next segment of his career that much more i mean it, it really is and and to your point yeah you got it's it's managing avionics and all that kind of stuff my first jet was a lear 35 though with steam instruments so it was a bit of a handful and i think was that yours too or no uh n- no my first jet was actually the rj okay so you had a lot of automation yeah 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 then i got in the lear 35 after that i'm like what is going on in here (laughs) (laughs) yeah so but they get you so spooled up for these check rides i mean you know in these simulators you're just doing the same things over and over again um now i don't want to say that there's not anxiety but you know there's anxiety in real world flying you end up under pressure and everything and it's just something that you have to manage throughout your career so of course with the simulators you're 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 hired by your employer you want to do well you might there's fear of your job loss and then the sims are very expensive you need extra training or it's embarrassing and all that kind of stuff so yeah there is going to be pressure but the, the 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 system is all designed to get the average guy through you know and a lot of the jets that are hiring you into your first jet like the phenom and and and, and things like that um they're used to training prop pilots that right come. now if your first job was flying a g6 yeah i'd say that the prerequisite of that would be most people would have jet time so it's more geared to that but typically these first jobs you're going to get there these instructors are used to training people like you helping you transition over from the props and you're just not going to have any issue right jalen the other thing you could do here if this is uh you know something else you could do besides like i mentioned the airline thing or uh even if you do really want to pursue uh, your buddy trying to get you a job, you don't have to wait for him, man. You, you know, with your current multi-engine instrument rating, you could be out there. And Mike and I talk about this in the actual program we sell. Yeah. You could yeah. be out there and you're in Dallas that you could 
you know, there's airports everywhere and in private operators everywhere. Get out there, start knocking on doors. Uh, some of these guys flying, you know, some of these smaller jets or turbo problems. And Hey, do you ever need right seaters? Some of these guys do not, they operate some of these airplanes, single pilot every now and then they bring out a right seater. Some of them always have two pilots, but don't employ a second pilot. They always have, because they know they have an abundance of some flight instructor who can go out and, you know, fly with them if, if they throw them a hundred bucks and buy them lunch, you know, and sit out there and get some, you know, get some time in the jet and, uh, or any jet, whatever you can, you can get a lot of experience doing that. You are in that perfect wheelhouse of time to, to, you should not have any issues, full confidence going around knocking on people's doors and hand them a resume type, get a resume, whatever. You may end up with an actual job out of that, not just right. a, a day rate type of thing. Yes. Um, be surprised. Yeah. Uh, the other question you have here on the six, six thing, size 15 shoes. I've flown with oh, yeah. guys. I don't, I don't go around measuring people, but I'm sure I've flown with guys that are that big. You know, the, like the Lear 35, Mike just mentioned. Yeah. That, that airplane, that airplane's a little antiquated. You know, it didn't have some of the things. These modern jets, all these modern jets, you can adjust the pedals. There's little uh, things you can press in, and and uh, some of them you don't even do that. They have different adjustments, but the pedals can go like way down to to or come way up for a short person. Um, the the seats adjust in in all kinds of different ways. In their it's it's a different world from the little airplanes you're flying right now. They they can accommodate a large person, and then you get into stuff like you, you mentioned the Boeing products. I mean, some of those Boeing products, like you know, you ever seen the cockpit of a seven six? You can play football in that thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, I don't think it's going to be an issue whatsoever. Yeah, the thirty series Lears were like the smallest thing ever, and I oh, knew yeah, yeah. some really big people that flew those. In fact, I just was thinking of a story. They were uh, comfortable. Their head may have been like this, you know. While yeah, like, yeah, that was a joke. You could tell if they were first officer or captain by how their head leaped because yeah. of the shield. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. There was a guy telling me a story. Uh, all these people I knew, but remind, there, there was a guy that flew the thirty series that was a giant, and this guy had me rolling. He was telling me the story that they're flying along, and and they had a problem with the pressure. Oh yeah, yeah, I've heard this story. And, yes. and he goes to <laughs> huge guy. He goes to reach for the mask. It's like there's an oxygen mask sitting behind you in this thing, but you know, in an emergency, you know. Everybody, whatever. And this dude's big. Yeah. 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 That mask and just yanks it out of the entire airplane. The hose is banging, not even connected to anything anymore. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah. Yeah. But no, I, I wouldn't even give a moment of thought to that as far as the size. I think he'll be completely fine. So, yeah. yeah. So, Jalen, Jalen, thank you for the question. Thank you for the kudos. Appreciate it so much. And uh, get out there and remember if you got, if you've, if you're around 1,350, 1,400 hours, shoot some resumes off to the airline. You're going to get, you're going to get hired. They need people bad. Yep. Um, and you can do that for a couple of years and then come back to the corporate world. You don't have to stay locked in there. Yep. Uh, but while you're there, just a couple of years, you're going to get, uh, you know, well over a thousand hours of jet time. Yeah. Uh, you can 
take your pick of corporate stuff, you know, go check yeah. that out for a while. Or you can always go back there, jump around, get out there and knock on people's doors. You're right in the right spot. All right. Well, thank you for tuning in to the uh, part one of uh, the question episode here. And you can join us next week for part two, where we get to the, uh, the second half of it. The other, wherever I end up cutting this off three or four questions. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and we want to keep everything uh, at a nice link for the viewers. So if you're driving or working out. We yeah. Just, yeah. That, that's the whole idea. Keep these things, you know, around 30 minutes, maybe less, you know, so you can listen to them on your commute. Yeah. Know? And we don't say this often, but it really helps with the YouTube ag algorithms. If you could like it, pound that like button and subscribe. We really yeah. appreciate it. The more viewers we get, the more questions we get, the better all this content gets. So thanks again for viewing. If you have a question, you can submit your question to us and we'll answer here on the air at podcast at profileplaybook.com. Awesome. Thanks.